You know what time it is. It's time to get inspired, get focused, and get results. It's time to get inked. Welcome to today's program. We're so excited that you've joined us. Now sit back, relax, and let's learn some good stuff together. Hello, and welcome to another program. Today, we are going to be talking about what happens when something is stolen from you from the enemy. And I am so excited to share this revelation with you today. And I hope that you are ready to listen and to consider what things in your life that you feel like the enemy has stolen from you. By the way, in case you're not familiar with me, my name is Fiona Pishka, and I am a personal development coach, and I'm also executive pastor with, at Victory Christian Fellowship with my husband, Pastor Doug Pishka, and I also am the president of an orphanage organization called Bless the Children Home Orphanage that my parents started, and uh our first orphanage is located in Guyana, South America. So I always like to do a little bit of an introduction every now and then so that you're familiar with who I am and so that when I speak, you understand uh, what perspective I'm coming from. My husband was preaching a week or so ago a message on how to receive from God. And he was pointing out the story of uh, the woman with the issue of blood, if you know that story where she... Uh, decided that she is going to go to Jesus and she, if she could just touch the hem of his garment, she knows that she will be healed. And he was sharing stories like this and other stories in the Bible, Barnabas, uh, the blind man who called out to Jesus uh, so that he could be healed from being blind. And he was explaining that um, all you have to do is go to Jesus to receive these things because Jesus wants you to be healed and Jesus wants you to have these things because he's got them for you. And all of a sudden, this revelation just came to me and I thought to myself, oh my goodness, I must share this. And that is that what happens to things that the enemy steals from us? Where does it go? Who has it? How do we get it back? So first of all, before we get even into that answer, we have to understand that Every person on earth, everybody that comes to this earth, they are assigned a perfect human body. What does that mean? That means that you were, God already has set aside for your physical features to include two eyes that see, two ears that hear, a mouth that speaks, um, you know, um, uh, hands that move, two hands, two hands on the formed, two feet, all the internal internal organs of a body. Every body part you have been designed and has already been set aside for you. So if for any reason you were born with a birth defect, then that was not how God designed you to be. And I know, I hope you're not offended if this is how you are, but I just want you to understand that it was stolen from you. God didn't rob you of anything. Why would he give Adam and Eve a perfect body and tell every other human being that you're going to be born with flaws? Now, many people say that, well, it's because this is a fallen world and you've come to this world. Well, many people have entered this fallen world, including Jesus, and they weren't the form. So that means that the standard for God's human bodies include 
fully working body parts. Now, if you know this, and for some reason you don't have body parts that are fully working, that means that somewhere along the line, those uh, opportunities, that opportunity for a perfect human operating body was stolen from you. And where do the stolen things go? When the enemy, first of all, we have to identify who the thief is. And if you will look at John chapter 10 and verse 10, you can find out who the thief is. I'm going to open my Bible here to show you. But John chapter 10 and verse 10, it tells us clearly in the word of God that the thief, the thief comes not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come, this of course is Jesus talking, he says, I have come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. So we know right off the bat, and this is what you have to be certain of, that is that um, Jesus came that you may have life and life more abundantly. The devil came so that he can rob you. That's When he came in the garden, his first encounter with man was to steal from man. It was not to give man the opportunity to try something that they were um, they were told they weren't allowed to try. See, that's how a lot of people look at the story. Like he was given Eve the permission to eat something that she was blocked from eating. And this is what happens to a lot of people that feel like they are being um, blocked somehow in life or somebody's not giving them opportunity or because of their gender or their race or their social economic status or their background, what type of um, country they were born in, what type of town they live in, uh, how they speak. The enemy can come in and make you feel like all those things um, are causing, people are holding things back from you. And it's your right to take those things and try them and do things. And, and, and when you do this, you're doing it at the enemy's instruction and not at God's. You know, a lot of um, really big stars today that have made it really big with their gifts and talents, a lot of them uh, did not make it big for the kingdom of God. They made it big for the kingdom of darkness. They're funding elements of Satan's kingdom and they're not funding God's kingdom or even following God's voice. But yet they're very successful in what they do and that's because they're using the gift that God gave them. God doesn't take his gifts back from us. So they're choosing to use their gifts in that way and of course they will have to answer to God for that. It's not our position to judge um, to judge them and to give them a sentence. It is God's decision to do that. So right away, we want to make sure that we uh, keep that in per- into perspective. But in the garden, so, so the enemy always comes in to cause you to feel like you are missing out from being who you really were created to be. And it's all God's fault or it's all another person's fault. But it's never the fact that you... Um, you were designed to do something else or God is giving you a different instruction. It's always because you're missing something when in fact, he's the one that is teaching you to steal and that he wants to steal. The enemy can't really uh, take something at his will. He has to get your will involved in taking it or another human's will involved, meaning 
There has to be a foothold somewhere given to Satan. The Bible tells us don't give a foothold to the enemy. Whereas God, when he comes into our life, it's by invitation. We say, Lord, come. Yes, I want you. We ask for, um, we ask God to come and then he will come. He doesn't push his way in. So here we have man was created in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve created perfect, perfect bodies, perfect environment, perfect sinless life and then in comes the devil and what occurs is he causes them he influences them to be stolen from he influences their decision that gives him an opening to steal kill and destroy in their life first of all they disobeyed god and ate of a tree they were not they were asked not to eat from second of all they got kicked out of the garden well first they got their um the consequences of the sin explained to them in that um, Adam would have to, you know, they would have to work from the side of their brow, Eve will have pain in childbirth, and all these things, the snake was going to crawl on the ground. But then let's fast forward and see many years now that Jesus then came on the scene, and the Bible tells us that Jesus was the second Adam. And so when Jesus showed up on the scene, we see Jesus showed up with a perfect human body. So that example right there, I'm just telling you these examples to show you that the human body was designed to be perfectly intact with all human parts working on arrival on this earth. That's God's will. That's God's perfect will. Everyone gets the same opportunity. God is not an unjust God. It, God would be unjust to cause someone to be born with a deficiency on purpose. God would be unjust to do that. It's not God's will for that to happen. It's the enemy's will to steal what rightfully belongs to you. So if you're listening to me right now and something is going wrong with one of your body organs, you need to look at it as a stealing of the enemy, not as a lesson from God. You just have to be able to capture this concept. If you don't, you will allow the thief to keep stealing from you. So what happens when something is stolen from us? Well, here, let's look at the model. When what happened with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden was that they had um, they the, the enemy stole from them that he stole what was rightfully theirs and which was the earth and the Garden of Eden and everything else they got kicked out of the Garden of Eden now they had to work really hard to get a, to plant and to work and to toil and then Jesus came and so sin came into the earth and now the nature of man was changed from a nature connected to God in with one in in God now to a sin nature separated from God. So Jesus comes in, he is the second Adam and he creates an atmosphere where forgiveness occurs and man can come back now in union with God and be one again with God. So Jesus comes in and restores what was stolen from us. Jesus paid the price for the stealing of these of this from us paid the price on the cross and died for our sins and that allowed uh, us to now get back in union with God through what the bible calls salvation 
And this is where we accept Jesus as our Savior and our rightful place with God, our oneness with God is restored and we can now be one again with God. The Bible says we can boldly approach the throne of grace and mercy and obtain favor. And this is because of what Jesus did. The veil was torn in two and now we've made room for Jesus. Well, in the same way, so who paid for everything? Jesus paid for everything on the cross. The Bible even says that he took stripes on his back for our sickness, for sickness and disease, for our healing, stripes on the back, thorns uh, of crowns uh, on his head. Everything that happened in that experience was for him taking back things that belonged to us, that were stolen from us. So now the big question, where did your stuff go that was stolen from you? Here's the answer. Jesus has them. Jesus has those things. Now stay tuned. I'll be right back and I'm going to do an explanation on that. Just stay tuned. Listen to this real quick. Hey folks, my friends at On Purpose Cleaners, they get the job done right. Let me tell you, if you're looking for someone to clean your home, your office, your church, your property, even if you're moving and you just want to move into a clean house, it's already cleaned up for you. This is the place to call. Nadine and her team, they do the job right the first time. They will give you a quote. Every quote is customizable to your needs. So you don't have to worry about being overcharged. You don't have to pay for extra stuff that you won't be using. And she has a way of getting things done so easy and so quickly that you are going to keep calling her over and over again. So give my friends at On Purpose Cleaners a call or check out their website. Call them at 717-599-6094. Or check out their website on unpurposecleaners.com. If you're in the Hershey area, close by to that area, Lancaster County, any of those areas, this is the cleaner to call. So give them a call today, 717-599-6094. Welcome back. Let's talk about this now some more. So here we have, the last thing I said was that Jesus has what was stolen from you. And the thing that happens to us is this is going to help so much with if you have an issue with vengeance or revenge, let's say revenge, in that somebody did something to you or you lost something, something was stolen from you and you are living your entire life trying to get it back from that person or get back at people for it or get back at an industry, get back at a a country, get back at a race, get back at um, a workplace. All these things show that we don't realize where our stuff is or who has kept it safe for us and all we have to do is ask Jesus has your stuff Jesus has it the reason is he already paid for it so anything that the enemy steals from us the Bible actually says it's either in Psalms or Proverbs I always forget where it is uh, which book that is that it's in but it says about when you catch the thief he owes you seven times more well here's the thing the Satan don't know how to multiply anything. And so if you're waiting for payment from him, you're going to wait for a long, long time. Because first of all, he's a thief. He never gives anything back. But the Bible says he owes you that. But here's the thing. In Jesus, whatever Jesus touches, it multiplies. 
whenever Jesus does anything, when, when he's given something, it multiplies. We know that from the story of the five loaves, two fish. Jesus had them give it to him first. Then he prayed over it and blessed it, gave it to the disciples. And as they gave it out, it multiplied. And then beyond that, there were 12 baskets left over. So we know that Jesus has a multiplication factor in him. He actually does because we do. And that's we know that from the Garden of Eden because when God created man, he blessed them and he told them to be fruitful and multiply. When God created the trees and the plants and the animals, he told them, to multiply. So everything God does has a multiplication factor in it. Everything the enemy does, everyone that works for the enemy thinks in terms of stealing, killing, and destroying whether or not they realize it. This is why it is so dangerous for people to not uh, give things to God, give him tithes and offering, give him gifts and talents, give him the best of who you are because you're operating at the realm or at the low level of the thief which all he wants to do is take 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 all he wants to do is keep what he has because he doesn't he doesn't know how to create anything but that's not who you are you know how to create something because that's who God made you to be he made you in his image so everything that's put in Jesus's hand will multiply so here's the great news If something was stolen from you, it doesn't matter how long ago it was, Jesus has it safely secured for you. And the way you get it is to go to Jesus and tell him you're ready to receive the things that the enemy has stolen from you. And you are thankful that he has paid for it already. And he, his payment is good for eternity. And so you thank God, this is what I've done. And you say, I thank you, Jesus, that you have that thing for me that was stolen from me. And I thank you that you give it to me because it's for nobody else. Jesus doesn't rob Peter to pay Paul. Jesus has Peter's stuff for Peter. He has Paul's stuff for Paul. And he has your stuff for you. So Jesus has your stuff and he wants to give it to you. But the way the Bible operates is asking and receiving. You have to ask to receive. Nothing is just thrown at you and say, here, you have to take it. It's all by choice and by acceptance. This is why salvation is by acceptance. God does not want anybody to go to hell. He created hell for Satan. But people not accepting salvation and not deciding to let Jesus's price be utilized for payment for their sins they are in essence saying we want to side with Satan and we want to go to hell with him and enjoy our eternity with him. And so that is why people go to hell. People always say, oh, I wonder why loving God would send people to hell. God has sent no, God is not sending anyone to hell. People are choosing to go to hell. And the thing I tell people is someone who is a sinner and refuses to accept Jesus Earth is the best life they'll ever have. As tormenting as it might be for them right now, it is the best eternity. It is the best life they'll ever have because eternity is going to be excruciating pain and heat like no one's ever experienced. And that's the way the Bible describes it. And the only person that deserves that is Satan because it was created for him and the fallen angels that followed him. It was not created for man to follow Satan into. Man has chosen to do that. So I want to encourage you today. I don't know where you are in your life. I don't know what's happening to you. I don't know what you're thinking about and 
what has happened in your life that may have um, some bad experiences for you. And you might be waiting for things to turn around and waiting for your day. But I'm just telling you, Jesus has your stuff. It doesn't matter how old and how long it is. And really, if you have family members that have died and passed away and you know there are things that were stolen from them, go. Jesus has it. You're in the family line. Go get it. Go ask him for it. He'll give it to you ask it. It's for the earth. It's for this time. He wants us to enjoy it. He wants us to have it. And so I just encourage you today to let Jesus distribute those things back to you. And here's the great news. It will not come back to you in the same quantity. It will come back to you multiplied because Jesus cannot hold anything in his hand and have it stay the same way or have it die or decrease. It will always increase Always have life and life more abundantly based on John chapter 10 and verse 10. So today, I hope that you were encouraged by this. God bless you today. I hope you have an awesome, awesome day. And I hope that you enjoy this. Let me get your feedback. Check out my website, FionaInc.com. F-I-O-N-A-I-N-C.com. Let me know what you think. I'd be curious to hear from you. God bless you. Bye-bye.